We're back. <laughs> and better than ever. Hey. Oh. Um, you guys can't see, but I was doing the one, two, you know. <laughs> Season two of OT Podcast 2018. We actually haven't seen them sin- talk to you guys since last year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so, guys, you guys. Guys, what's happening the last four months? I literally haven't seen you guys in four months. I'm kidding. I'm like, <laughs> imagine if I actually said that. Like, I haven't seen you guys in four months. We haven't, though, technically. I saw her yesterday. I saw you a few weeks ago. No, I, mean, I saw you a few days ago. <laughs> what are you talking about? about the viewers. Okay. I don't give a shit about you. Uh-oh. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know, I love you. <laughs> yeah, but we're back. Um, we took a couple different topic polls from our Instagram to see what you guys wanted to talk to us about. Um, let's see. Before I forget, don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Follow us on Instagram at OT Podcast, Twitter at OT Podcast, email us at OT Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and we OT also podcast. have Snapchat. Snapchat. <laughs> and we're Google also Play. on Google Play. Yeah. We're everywhere. Oh, and SoundCloud. Yeah, Castbox. <laughs> everywhere. So, sometimes I actually forget all the platforms we're on. I know. Yeah, we're very accessible, guys. Very. <laughs> Not too accessible, but we're accessible. You know our content is. <laughs> and it's OT Podcast everywhere. Yes. yes. You know what's so funny though? People pronounce our podcast name as like Otea, O T E A, and I feel like we need to just clarify what it's OT podcast O-T, yeah. is. Go. So, <laughs> OT podcast is we're from Ottawa, mm-hmm. Canada, and Ottawa for short is called OT. Mm-hmm. At least we like to think it's called that. It's called OT, and then as well, we're Somali. So T is very, you know, Shah and Sheko is very important to our culture. So that's where the T comes from. And we're also spilling the T. Exactly, 100%. Mm-hmm. But if anyone asks, we're the culture, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, um, the so it's O-T, like O-T-E-A. See, double me entendre, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. We're actually so bright. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, shout out to Iman from Sheko Sheko for putting us on, too, from, like, her IG, I think the Sheko Sheko yeah. lives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love her. She's amazing. And we cannot wait for her to be, hopefully, maybe on our podcast, wink, wink, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Yeah, her and <laughs> both are my faves, so. 100%. Oh, yeah, they're amazing. I literally listened to the whole Up One podcast, like, one and a half times with her and Queen Book. Oh, so wow. cute. Oh. You know what other podcast I'm loving recently? Hold, is it Hold, Hold My, my Hijab? Hold My Hijab. Their content is fire so it's two girls they're from toronto they're east african and their stuff is amazing you guys should definitely check them out hold my hijab hmh i think on yeah on instagram, on instagram. They, we follow each other on instagram as well yeah yeah great so my girl love i love it 100 <laughs> i'm gonna start playing waving flag right here <laughs> yes so we can so our basically our topic for today that was voted on on instagram was to talk about how to plan for a trip and travel tips um, I guess from our perspectives, like being Somali girls, traveling, traveling Muslim, traveling black, traveling with the hijab, different pro- different issues, different topics. But I guess I think the number one thing we have to talk about is why is it so hard to plan a trip? Like, I feel like between, <laughs> like amongst us friends, it's so hard to plan a trip. Yeah. But like, what do you guys think? Lack of communication, I think, is one of the main things. Like everyone wants to go on a trip, but kind of fades off right and no one wants to plan no one wants to be the planner. yeah exactly it's hard to like take the initiative and be like hey i'm gonna do 
X, Y, Z, yeah, get the hotel. Everyone needs a role, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we complicate traveling a lot more than it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel as though, like, we, it's, like, do you ever, like, I love seeing when people, you, like, honestly, you just go on Instagram mm-hmm. and, or you know people who travel a lot and they tend to tell you that traveling is a lot simpler than we think it is yeah. in the context that it's only as expensive as you choose to make it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of airlines nowadays that are more, like, budget-friendly or you can search in and you can find deals and things like that. And it's, like, I feel like we just make it way more complicated than, than it is in the context that, like, if you're staying in, like, North America – what do you need? You need a passport, a flight, and somewhere to stay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I noticed that the people on Instagram stuff that travel a lot usually are traveling by themselves or just with one person. Yes. Yeah, that's true. But exactly. But the thing is, we don't need, you don't need to travel with 10 people or eight people or seven people. It just ends up becoming that big. Mm-hmm. And if it becomes that big, though, one person should, ha- should have a responsibility for everything. So one person should take care of the hotel. One person should take care of car rental. Mm-hmm. One should, person should take care of like activities to do, you know? Yeah. It should be a split thing. And then everyone come together and discuss it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's how it could be successful. And I feel like when you go traveling with people, you have to have people who have, like, a similar, like, mindset. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, then you're, yeah. like, you know what I mean? One person's trying to turn up. And, and the other person just wants to, go to, wants to go to, like, you know, downtown. Like, they want to go to museums Sightseeing. or something like that. Yeah. I mean, you can compromise. You can do both. And as well, you don't have to spend all your time together when you're on a trip with someone. Mm-hmm. If you're on a trip with your friends, like, it's okay if you just say, hey, guys, I'm going to go do this. And if no one wants to come with you, if you're someone who's comfortable doing things alone, mm-hmm. then you can go do stuff go alone. For it. Yeah. Exactly. But, like, sometimes I feel like people, they don't want to do things alone because they don't want to hurt the per- other people, their really? friends' feelings or stuff like that. But personally, like me, I love being alone. Like, I like doing things alone. So, for me, I wouldn't even mind, like, going somewhere by myself, doing what I want to do by myself. In a different city? Yeah, like, let's just oh, say... Oh, uh, psh, cut me out. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, but what I'm so saying is... Have you guys ever travels on your own? Me? Like, I tra- I've traveled yeah. to go see my, my family. Family, family yeah. yeah. Other than that, Not like a vacation on your own. No. no. no but I would love to do that, though. Yeah, but I mean, in the context that, like, let's just say mm-hmm. you, me, Nima... And Leila, go to Toronto together, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's just say there's something I want to do that you three don't want to do. Mm-hmm. We're, like, it's Toronto. I would have no, you would have no problem yeah. going by yourself. You mean, like, say, mm-hmm. for example, like, Depends. you want to hit up this place and then we want to go somewhere else? Yeah. You, you can, I think it's hard if one person goes on their own, like, everyone's going to feel bad. It's okay if, like, maybe the group splits up. But yeah. why should you, but if, if I don't feel bad about it, I mean, like, where would we not want to go, though? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, if I, hypothetically, if I don't feel bad about it, you guys shouldn't have to feel bad about it because I was the one who made the conscious decision to say, hey, I'm going to go do this. If no one wants to come, okay, I'll still go do it. No one's hurt. No, but I know all of us will probably all end up going with you and then going to where we want to go after. Yeah, but I just mean, like, it's okay to not do everything together. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because at Especially the end of the day... Especially being a big group, right? Exactly, yeah. but that's how you end up not enjoying your... That's why you trip. come up with the itinerary or whatever. Beforehand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way beforehand. So you guys know what you, got, you want to do and... Mm-hmm. But so much time management, right? Everyone has different interests. Yeah. That's true. Like, what do you, would you guys say, would, do you guys prefer traveling to cities like New York, Toronto? Or, like, do you want to go to, like, I guess, like, more abandoned country-type areas like Ireland? Paths or, and, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, those, like, kind of empty places that are really pretty to look at, for example. Like, p- places that Picture are not as much as city centers? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm totally for that. Like I wanna, I wanna be climbing. I wanna be climbing things. Right. I wanna be up there. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. I feel like y- you can enjoy both, but personally, me, no. I wanna go to like, I wanna be like in 
Mm-hmm. I want to be in the village. Like so you're I like a history buff person. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you guys have known that though. Like yeah, you guys yeah, know yeah, that yeah. I like I like like museums. Yeah, and stuff like that, which you can find in big cities. But like for me, I would like love to go to India and maybe yeah. not be in the city center, but like be in like north northern parts of India, places that aren't as like um like as in rural. Ex- like I wouldn't mind going to places that are rural and things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know personally. I'd love that. I feel like that'd be wow. so fun. I love it. So Are you for it? Adventurous side of her. Um, not for me though. Not for you. What, you're a city girl. I'm a city girl. No. No. <laughs> so like when you go traveling, you want to go shopping. Yeah, you want to go to the mall. Shopping, I want to do mm-hmm. skiing. All that shit. Skiing? Yeah. But that's like that's, that's like, like a, yeah yeah adventurous. I don't know. On the other side though, you're I'm, adven- I'm you're very adventurous. But you but like then, cities. Yeah, I like cities more. But as well, you're really open to like doing I'm things. I'm open to everything. Exactly, 100%. That's the good thing that you got lucky with when you have friends you go travel with. Mm-hmm. They're not as like, like, idiot, like they're not as like stuck in their ways. Mm-hmm. That's one thing you have to be careful about when you travel. Like it, you have to like make sure that people are okay trying new things. Because mm-hmm. like I've, I've traveled before. And why very open to trying new things, mm-hmm. you know? Travel everyone. I've <laughs> <laughs> learned a lot. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. You can't travel with close-minded people. That's for no. sure. Yeah, it's, it's really, really hard. Really annoying, actually. Mm-hmm. And if you are going to go on a road trip, like, we live in Ottawa, right? And we usually go on a road trip to, like, Montreal or Toronto. Mm-hmm. Please get more than one driver. <laughs> so you're not stuck. <laughs> driving the whole time which is, is what happens to me multiple times <laughs> and I it imagine. sucks because you can't enjoy the trip that's mm-hmm. true yeah i feel like oh my god that is true but Farah, you're also the one because Farah's been the one who's been driving the longest out of our friend group uh-huh. yeah so mashallah to be declared she's a very good driver mm-hmm. but yeah well i when we went to toronto but i was the one who's driving back from toronto to ottawa this girl didn't stop She's like, no, it was like maybe like one o'clock at and night. I was she, driving the whole time in there when we were in Wonderland. One, exactly, 100%. Oh so we were just driving. And I was like, I'm not stopping, I'm not stopping, I'm not stopping. We stopped for gas one time. And she's like, no, I'm not stopping, I'm not stopping. I'm like, you end up feeling like a chauffeur. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh my gosh, that sucks. Warrior. Yeah, but I think it would be way more fun if you get at least two drivers. Yeah. Yeah, it just split. makes sense. At especially, least two. Like, especially if you're driving five hours away, like split it. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. true. But, like, I wouldn't mind driving all the way back, whatever. It's just, like, someone needs to drive in the city. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just take a part of your responsibility a little bit. But the funny thing is, like, when people are scared, like, okay, like, for example, all of us drive here, right? Mm-hmm. It's, like, you feel comfortable driving anywhere in Ottawa, right? Mm-hmm. But there are some people who they might not feel comfortable driving in Toronto. Or things like that. Like, it might be, like, super intimidating. Like a more end- okay, then yeah. we can talk about you driving back, maybe, because it's just one yeah. straight line. Yeah. But as, I guess as long as there's not, you know, being one driver, that just seems terrible. No, but you get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> for our trip, when we went to Toronto, it was like, I drove for the first two hours, then the other person drove for the last two hours, and then we kept switching every time within the city, mm-hmm. and then I drove the way back. See, wow, that's amazing. So it's like, I didn't feel like I was driving the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I never drove in Toronto at all until that day. So it's just like, I feel like some people, though, they make driving like a bigger deal, like, oh, it's a new really city, I'm anxious. It's the same thing. It's literally the same. It's, it's like you're in Ontario. Yeah. You know same what the rules. nice thing is as well? I've driven in Qatar too, and it's crazy over there, but... It's the same shit. It's a car. Mm-hmm. It's a road. Do you so think? Basically, have two experienced drivers at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Google yeah. Maps too is guys. Google Maps works everywhere. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. like it'll work in like the Badia and it'll work in the city. Mm-hmm. 
And Google Maps will hold you down. That's true. And on top of that, you can download it way before. You yeah, that's true. In case it's offline map. and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. You know what the nice thing about Google Maps is? It'll tell you to turn in advance. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> the people say, oh, it's right here. Turn. Yeah. And you missed the exit? Like, what's the But you know what I notice? <laughs> people, they say that they don't drive. Because they think that you could just change three lanes in one no, shot. No, no, no. Oh, like, my what? God. I've seen Farah do that, though. We <laughs> changed last minute and she's freaking yeah. zooming. Oh, you have man. to. So what do you guys think are, like, the mm. pros and cons of traveling with friends, like, as opposed to family? Mm. Friends can get annoyed of you really easy instead of family, I feel. Mm-hmm. Cons, yeah. Like, family just, uh, just, like, let's go two minutes, whatever. But friends can keep it a little longer and ruin your whole trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like you can be bossy with your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can yeah. tell them, no, I'm not doing that. We're going over here. Like, you, know you have to, like, like, trip over feelings. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. like, it's, it's nothing. It's not a big adjustment for them. Because exactly. Exactly. Like, deal with them. Every exactly. Day. I live with my siblings every day. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. They know my quirks and they know what is going to make me angry. Mm-hmm. So if you're in another city, that might be a slight shift, but it's not a major change. Yeah. Because they're used to you. Mm-hmm. They know when you. They know not to wake you up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, not, I'm not joking, guys. Like, I'm the number one person that if you wake me up, if my friends wake me up on a trip. At like an unrealistic time, I'm unrealistic. just you, know, you have to be on the same schedule. No, no, no. But if you like, I'm not the same person to aggressively wake up. I just I will be in the worst mood in the world. Like I, oh, I'm that God. person that wakes up at five a.m. Everyone's sleeping, still making breakfast. <laughs> literally, Niva's literally she's my, a morning my, person. Oh she's a morning person. <laughs> it's so funny because last year when I went to Vancouver, so I was staying with my friend who lives there. And she's exactly like Mima. So literally, she's like, all right, so we're going to go. We had a whole list of things we're going to do within the 10 days I was there. So literally, I'm sleep- we have a three-hour time gap from Toronto, Ottawa to yeah. BC, right? So I was sleeping there, sleeping. 6 a.m. there feels like 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. when you wake up. Mm-hmm. I don't even wake up at 6 a.m., first of all. I wake up like at <laughs> 10, 11, usually, if I'm like not working. And literally, she woke me up at 6 a.m. She goes, let's go. Let's get ready. I was literally looking at her like, what do you mean? She goes, we need to do this, 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 that. Like, she literally made me get up at 7. And the whole day I had a headache. After two days, I'm just trying to be polite. Well, like, for two days, I was waking up early, sleeping two hours only. But now after a time, I'm like, well, I would need compromise. I can't. My, I'm going to be in such a bad mood the whole day if you keep waking up What time did she go, go to sleep at night? 10. <laughs> okay. Well, 10 p.m. That's, that's not really that bad. <laughs> so we compromised. I was like, okay. let me sleep until 9. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do, wake me up at nine and we'll do stuff. Yeah. Then, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the thing Perfect. is, if you, you talk about it, yeah, you it. just have to have like the same expectations. Expectation, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> nah, fam. I can't rock like, I swear. It's not that. It's like, you know, the thing is, though, it's true. If you don't have the conversation, mm-hmm. then you're just going to be you annoyed. Have to say it, exactly. I literally sat down with her. I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm, it's really hard for me to wake up this early. Like, I know it's easy for you. Like, I slept at one and you slept at 10. And she's like, Oh, she didn't know. She mm-hmm. thought that she slept the same time I slept, mm-hmm. but I was still up in my bed on my phone. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you kind of like just talk, talk to each other, it, yeah. the rest of it was smooth. But if you don't talk about it and someone someone starts shaking you at 8, 8 a.m., you, you feel to lose your mind. Mm-hmm. And me, when you could have went right back to sleep, though. I think you did go back to sleep. Though. No, I didn't. I had to stay up. I just stayed up because I'm the same person. Sleep. If I wake up, I'm yeah, not going back to sleep. And I can wake up and go right back. But you want to know something? Wallahi, it was just so funny to me because, like, everyone's like, just go wake up and ignore it. Go wake up and ignore it. I'm like, guys. Because they're scared to wake me up. Yeah, well, like, I said that. They're like, they're like, 
for a second later, but I was like, why didn't you just wake me up? Yeah. I'm like, are you crazy? <laughs> I would never wake you up. I'm better like, like, wake her up. She's sore. She'll do whatever. She's back to normal. She's like, okay, let's go. Yeah, I was like, Money what's wrong? Wait, why don't you guys wake me up? Like, if you kidding. let me leave me in my slumber and I wake up or you wake me up gently or give me advance notice, well, I'm still the same. I'm still really nice. But wow. Really, just don't wake me <laughs> nah, up. Nah, don't ever like pull the bust off somebody. Oh, that's, that's just that's the worst. That's not nice. Mm-hmm. That's not nice. That's just, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go home after this. Well, do you guys have any pros? <laughs> your host is even, oh it's yeah, fun, good you company. Can, it's yeah, it's kind of nice to spend time with your friends, and you know, like if you don't, especially friends that if you don't get to see them as often, mm-hmm. it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times you can go like, like for example, if you're going on a trip with your family, I feel bad about my parents being up out from like 6 a.m. to like 10 p.m. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I just feel bad. I'm just kind of like, like yeah, rest. like rest and stuff like that. But your friends, you can like. You can just like push her all day, like you know what I mean. You can mm-hmm. just kind of go on the entire day. Mm-hmm. And if I try to tell my parents we're gonna go to sushi, my boy would be like, "Mahatri." Mm-hmm. At least my friends, I'll be like, Guys, "Come on, let's go." Oh mm-hmm. no! And I feel like a, I guess a pro and a con would be that you guys get to stay in hotels and stuff like that with your mm-hmm. friends, but you're spending more money that way as opposed to family. You stay with your family friends. Yes. So it's like good and bad because it's like. It's nice to stay with your family, but mm-hmm. then I feel like you don't have as much freedom when you're traveling, staying with relatives. Like that, and they don't let you pay for anything. Yeah, which is you good. stay with family, which is good. No, it's true. I think after, like, when I was in Kuwait, my aunt, the second I got into mm-hmm. Kuwait, I was there for 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. My aunt literally said to me, passport, debit card, credit card, and she locked it. Mm-hmm. Me and my little cousin, we somehow scammed our way into opening, like, the, you know, every small person has that suitcase. There was <laughs> no, all no, the no, stuff. No, no, yeah. Well, like, my little cousin <laughs> scammed me into opening it. Scam is went to opening it. I got my credit card, tried to use it. Not approved, not approved. I'm like, what the heck? I call my bank, my bank's like, no, it's been inactive for too long. Um, and it was a random swipe, a purchase. You, like, it's it's not working. Yeah. And I was like, damn. But you also feel bad about asking your family, like, if you want to go shopping there, I feel bad. Like, I know that my family, if I said I wanted to go shopping, my aunt would, like, without a doubt, you know? Mm-hmm. She'd spend whatever I asked for. She'd mm-hmm. buy me whatever I asked for. But I just feel bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, mm-hmm. let's see. So in terms of like when you guys are tra- like planning for a trip, do you guys usually how would you budget? Like what do you guys usually weigh? And like I guess it depends on where you want to go, right? Mm-hmm. And where you want to stay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a nice place or a motel mm-hmm. or a hostel mm-hmm. or hostel. I'm not a I'm not a hostel girl. Well, hostels sorry. are actually guys. Well, I like a lot of people I know have been staying at hostels whenever they go to Europe, and the hostel is actually really nice. That's what I hear too. Yeah, they're actually not bad. But- I, feel like if you're planning a trip, the first thing that needs to happen is everyone needs to sit down together mm-hmm. in person, mm-hmm. not over some what time you on time. No, you need to sit down together and you need to talk about everything. We've where do you, yeah, do you want to go? What do you want to do? How much are you willing to spend? Mm-hmm. What are you comfortable spending? And you have to be blatantly honest because when you go on the trip, you don't want some, you know? Yeah. Last year, I was just remembering last year when we were going to Toronto for the wedding, and we're all like planning um, like how much we want to spend. It was so funny because it was like the realest conversation where like one of us was like, yo, listen, I don't want to spend more than 50 each of us on a car. <laughs> <laughs> and another one was like, okay, car and hotel, we're not spending more than 150 per person the entire trip. And we're like, all right, we're all broke just graduate. Let's just like break down how we're going to exactly do that. And it actually worked out. No, yeah, so you have yeah. to have that conversation. Have, yeah. The more people, the less you spend. Exactly. That's true. But the more people, more the, coordination, it, and more people, the more like 
the more chances that things aren't going to go as smoothly. I feel like the, like, okay, I know. Well, like, I mean, who are you going on trips with? You have like, to go through people with your friends. Like, but just because you're if, but if you haven't out. spent long periods of times with people, yeah. something might. What's a long period of time? Like a week? What I, like, for example, okay, mm-hmm. like, if I am friends with someone, like, really good friends with someone, right? Mm-hmm. We only see each other in, like, maybe we see each other twice a week and dosages and things like that. But I'm saying that you might not know all their quirks. You might not know everything about them unless mm-hmm. you live with them. But if it's, like, you're with, like, seven or eight people, chances are things aren't going to go as smoothly as if it was with three people. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I get it, yeah. There's multiple personalities. Exactly, multiple. that you have to take into play. Yeah. School people that don't get angry easy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. people that let stuff go. Yeah. And if it is pe- people who get angry easily, just take one. At least that way it's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In terms of budgeting, though, like saving for a trip, yeah. I think it's just like we make it... I know... I think it was like what you said earlier, like sometimes we make it a bigger deal than it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you're not going to spend $1,000 on a trip. For, like, ma- depends what you want to do, but, like, you can, you and your friends can be realistic. Right? Mm-hmm. As There's also group bonds, too. Group bonds, Expedia, Flight mm-hmm. Hub, Skyscanner, mm-hmm. like, all those things. There's, like, different engines you can search to mm-hmm. find, yeah, like, good prices. And you can give yourself, um, they can do notifications. Whereas the second that a price drops, it, crash, it mm-hmm. crashes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my bad. Who's with that? Oh, it's okay but um literally like uh using those different search engines i think the best thing if you do it ahead of time you can get like a really big deal yeah right because like the other day mm-hmm. mr was looking for the ticket for today she was just literally buying it last night mm-hmm. and all the good ones were like gone you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. and it's like all like yeah. bull- bullshit like layovers and like mm-hmm. 10 hours for like a four-hour trip yep that sucks. Am I that type of person though? Like, uh, I don't like layovers if I'm going within like North America, but if I'm going like overseas, I really like layovers because I feel like you can actually see an entire city in a day. That depends yeah. how long your layover is. Like, I, mean, yeah, I don't even leave the airport. I don't, I don't, don't know. I'm just scared. It's it's just, time. Yeah, I'm scared. Of, first of all, I don't want to go through security again. Yeah. You know? I, leave the, I leave the airport. Yeah, I find airports so fun, though. I love they airports. Are. <laughs> they are fun because then you go and you start looking at oh, other stuff. I was into buying shit. I always buy whatever place I go to the sweater. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I heart this. Yeah, that's really cute. No, but it's, it's actually... I want to start doing that. That's so cute. Uh, London one. No, one. like, I, I, one I do that. Like, I think I was in layover. I was going to... I was going to Kuwait. And I have, like, a 10, 10 12-hour lay... No, not even 10 hours. I think, like, six hours. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why not? And I literally just... Out the airport. Six hours? I was... I had a six-hour layover on, like, on route... Back to Canada. I had a six-hour layover. I literally just said, forget it. I love the airport. Did whatever I wanted. I went to the woman. Most people at the airport who work there will tend to speak English. And they just go. I had a map. I said, this is where I want to go. She said, there's a subway station underneath the underneath the place. And I left. And I said, okay. I kept that secret from my mom. My mom literally said to me a few years ago, my mom was like, Ara, if you leave that airport, one more time, you'll see what happens. Yeah, but you know, airports are usually like the furthest from the city. city yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's the point? But you're going gonna to be end up like you yeah, have yeah. a friend there <laughs> yeah okay it depends yeah. on the airport like if you're going to Heathrow Heathrow is like out of the city mm-hmm. but if you're like in somewhere like uh other cities a lot of other cities their airports are like almost in city center which is like crazy some places yeah yeah and like the German airports it was it was almost city center 
Like yeah. Amsterdam? Mm, Amsterdam's not that, I've heard that it's not that far from there. I've noticed the most airports, you're right, they're actually, like, they're on the outskirts of the city. Yeah, yeah they have, they far. tend to be. But, for example, in Frankfurt, it's not outside the city. It's like Ottawa, it's too. Right there. It's yeah. literally, far, Frankfurt Ottawa's to city like center mm-hmm. is, like, maybe, like, uh, 20 minutes, yeah. two subways. That's mm-hmm. it. But, yeah, like, Ottawa, it's, right, our airport's in the south. But then, yeah. Did you guys ever find issues with security when you're traveling? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. Speak Paris. <laughs> when I was going to Frankfurt, I connected in Paris, and a lady on the aircraft told me, she's like, watch out. Like, you know what I mean? They're a little aggressive with, you know, people who wear scarves there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whatever. She's like, have your passport out right away. The second I got off the plane, I, I was going to my gate, and I had to recheck through security. Mm-hmm. And airport security like three people came up to me and they freaking like give me your passport they're like like harassing me like give me your passport at paris like Uh charles de gaulle airport and they're like i'm like what the hell i'm like holy and then in frankfurt when i was coming back the lady freaking they just yeah oh my god they always check your bun they check your bun they think you have something in there they pulled me into another room they took off the job literally grab yeah they literally grope you it's disgusting yeah me it was especially if you're wearing an abaya Oh yeah, really? Yeah, well, they're huge checkers. Me, I told you the other day. Random oh, checks. Yeah. I don't believe those whole. Bun? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't believe those whole random security checks. No, of course not. It's targeted, it's like, but it's for targeted. me, it was different because it was uh, more like, uh, "What are you doing here?" Where was I? I oh, remember. do you remember? You were telling me a story about how we were at the parliament. Oh my god, I'll tell that story. Okay. After. So basically, me. Um, no, for me, it was more like I was I was coming, I was just through the airport. You know, like, after you go through security, there's, like, the places where you can just kind of walk through? Mm-hmm. So, basically, they stopped me. Some random guy stopped me. Some Alan guy, and he's like, where are you from? Where are you coming from? Why are you here? And I was like, whoa. Firstly, hello. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, uh, where are you coming from? Give me your passport. And I said, he wasn't uniformed or anything like that. And I said, well, I'm not giving you my passport. Am I crazy? Mm-hmm. And then another guy said, and said, no, 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 he works here. Give me your passport. Where are you coming from? And I gave it, and it showed that I'm Canadian. And he's like, um, are you sure you're Canadian? Is this your passport? Is this really you? And I said, you think I want this Canadian accent? <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> and then he's like, fine. And then he gave it to me. But no, I said back the other day because I went to um, Parliament. And uh, I think I told you later maybe as well. And basically, so I went to Parliament for um, a documentary screening that my friend was doing. So I go into Parliament, and obviously Parliament security is really heightened mm-hmm. in the last few years since the shooting. And then... Um, I go through security and they're like, okay, are you wearing a jacket? Okay, I'm wearing obviously a leather jacket. Are you wearing a belt? Yeah, I have a belt on. Uh, can you take off? He doesn't even say hijab. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know this is a hijab. Mm-hmm. He says to me, can you take off this this scarf? And he's making the motions around his head. And I just realized people listening to this can't see that I'm making the Point motions. Your head. Yeah, he's pointing my head and he's like, can, take you, that off. can you take it off? And I was like, no. I said, no, I can't for religious purposes. He's like, okay, whatever then. And I was like, That's firstly, rude. on International Muslim Women Day? How dare you? <laughs> I was like, how dare you? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was crazy. And then I was telling my mom, and my mom was shocked because she's like, obviously you're not the first hijabi to go through parliament. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's a lot of hijabis that work there. Exactly. Like pages and stuff like that. And I was so confused. Mm-hmm. Mom, I don't know, man. I don't think I travel enough to have enough stories. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just trying to think, like, in Canada, easy people easy yeah. like it was two seconds to like i didn't even have my passport I had it, my was driver's license. it was nothing nothing i think the worst in canada though is uh going through uh u.s security the border agents there mm-hmm. are freaking rude they question your entire existence they're like where are you going how'd you come up with the money to buy this trip like literally what, what does your mom do literally everything and it's like Lord. i'm just trying to make my flight you know what i mean it's just 
What did you give us? I have a Canadian passport. Crazy. I was born here. Like, why are you giving me a hard I time? Can't go to but the you know what I kind of want to ask you guys? Mm. What has your experience been as a Canadian in other countries? Fun. They treat us very well. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I remember when I was coming back from London, I had a layover in Detroit. And I remember when we were getting off the plane and I'm walking, like, to go to the other gates. Mm-hmm. The security person only pulled over me and he was like, can I see your passport? And then I showed my passport and then he let me walk away. But now just like, why? Like, I, I was like, only you over? Only me. I was 19 though. So I was like, I thought this was like normal. Mm-hmm. And I just kept walking and I noticed like all the people behind me in the line from the airport, they're like going. they're all just going. And I'm just like, yo, I was literally 19 wearing like a summer dress, just like have a purse. I didn't have like any luggage. I was just like walking. <laughs> like <laughs> it was nothing. Yeah. But yeah. I remember that was just, I found that weird, really? but I didn't have any bad like experiences in airports yeah. besides that. You know, like, never got patted down, nothing like that. That's good. Yeah, I've never, I've never been... Have I been? No, I've never been patted down. But I would imagine in Europe, mm-hmm. especially, like, Paris and, like, a lot of the places that have those, like, attacks and stuff, yeah. they're probably, like, super on edge. But you know what? I'm not even mad at them. Do your thing. Honestly, like, they're doing their just job. Just do it to everybody. Like, do, yeah, yeah, just exactly. do it to everybody. That's what like, like, real talk, all these... Like, it's kind of dumb because I feel like every time something happens... Like, I don't want to get to rant. Every time something happens, it's usually done by a man, and then they always target Muslim women because we're the most visible. Uh-huh. And it's like you, like you you did not see one news story mm-hmm. where there's a hijabi like throwing a bomb or something. So why did they always target hijabis? <laughs> I don't, I don't get, it get it. But anyways, it's because they're trying to, they think that they're hurting the men by targeting the woman. Mm-hmm. It's just because we're the most visible. You can't tell yeah. if a man is a Muslim. Exactly. Unless, Unless he's like, 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 yeah, he looks so, brown. And yeah. half the time, the mistake seeks for Muslims. So. That's true. That's so I don't true. Did you guys hear just a few days so ago a Sikh person was attacked in Ottawa? Yeah, I no. saw that. I saw that. They took off his turban. No. I wish someone would. Jeez. You wish what? So take off my hijab. <laughs> See this hair drop down. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's too funny. Even being Somali in other places, it's really funny. But you um, see other Somalis? No, not even that. When I was in Saudi Arabia, I think I was in Mecca, and um, this guy saw me, and he's like, where are you from? And I said, Canada. No, 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 where are you from? And I'm like, damn, still here? And he's like, I'm like, Somalia. Are you? I'm like, Somalia. I know. I'm like, Somalia. And then he points his finger. He pointed his finger and made it like a gun motion and pointed to the sky. And he went, pew, 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 pirates, Somalia. And I was like, damn. Jeez. Somalia. Like, 100%. Okay. But in terms of like planning trips and stuff, I guess what would you guys think are essential to having like the perfect girls or weekend getaway? Nima is a travel agent. So mm-hmm. I wonder if you had like any trip tips or tricks about like, I guess, planning the perfect trip. Honestly, the main thing is everyone coming together. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Coming together, splitting responsibilities, putting down a budget all at once. How much is everyone willing to spend on like a hotel or a car or the activities? For example, if we're going to Toronto Wonderland, how much is everyone willing to spend? Are you getting food, food there? Yeah, all that stuff. Um, honestly, I think planning ahead of time, like literally if you're, if you're planning to go somewhere in June, for example, planning mm-hmm. in like February mm-hmm. ahead of time is the best. Cause that way you can, if you're going to Europe or whatever, you can get your flights, you can get your car, Airbnb, all that stuff. Like it depends how big the trip is. It right? depends how big the trip is. Exactly. If it's just a weekend thing, you can do it maybe two weeks or sorry, two, a month before or mm-hmm. something. But if it's a bigger trip, like a longer duration trip, like a Dubai, or like a Dubai saving up a lot of money trip. Yeah. yeah. If 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 it's like exactly if it's like a Dubai trip or if it's a, like a a month trip, I swear doing half of a half a year 
beforehand. No way. I think half a year beforehand is the best way oh, to do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I noticed even, like, my friends that travel a lot, like, non-Muslim friends, they always, like, they're always talking about a trip way ahead. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Somali people do There's that. There's this girl at work that <laughs> was going on a cruise, like, recently. Mm-hmm. She's been talking about it since literally, like... Uh, October. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, mm-hmm. they do it so far in advance. Yeah, right? and they put the down payment and yeah. everything, yeah. and like they get that out of the way so mm-hmm. they can like start saving exactly. for money that they can just spend there. Mm-hmm. When I well, at work, I deal with obviously retired people, and there are like river, cru- <laughs> yeah, they're always traveling. They have time and money. Yeah, so they're booking river cruises for 2020. Literally, wow. last year I booked a river cruise for somebody in 2020. Do you know what I mean? Wow. They don't know if they're going to be alive. They still put the down payment, like, you know, the deposit in. Just it's like a $1 dollar deposit. Literally, it's like promotion. It's like $1 deposit to secure your balcony room. Oh. And then they come in, like, every, like, three months and put down, like, $5,000. You know what I mean? Like, they just keep coming. Oh, I didn't know you can do that. And putting it down, yeah. Yeah. So they come when it's a promotion and they just promotion, put it Exactly. Wow. It's a dollar promotion. Is there, like, emails that you can get from, like, travel agents? saying like when's the rest the best like time to you know travel and stuff like no i think it's like there's different memberships that have travel benefits right Mm -hmm. like i know with my work they have like this um like preferred members rates for like hotels and stuff like Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. but then it's like affiliated with a travel a specific travel agency that'll be like you give your works like corporate number Mm -hmm. and then they'll help you like yeah. So you probably deal so for that. us it's triple CAA. So mm-hmm. you can go to like um any like holiday inns, Marriott's and stuff like that. And if you have a CAA card, you get mm-hmm. like fifteen percent off hotels. So if like you're a CAA member. Yeah, if you're mm-hmm. a CAA That's member. Your discount. Same with car rentals like Enterprise, National, Alamo are our partners. You mm-hmm. you can get like a free upgrade at the counter. Oh, nice. Stuff like that. So if you are part of like a a member based association, you can get discounts. Or like if you're a retired Veteran police, veteran, military, yeah. you get discounts and stuff. I know it's a lot of these things that are at our jobs, but we just don't even look into them. It's like you don't in look the, at your benefits. Yeah, yeah, they're in like the what do you call it again? The welcome orientation package. Yeah. I remember looking through it a couple weeks ago. I saw I had a good life discount. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, what? I do too. I, I do too. I just I found that know. out recently. And there's like another one where it's like enterprise, but then it's like not really that good. But still, <laughs> but at least it's just I'm just looking like something. What? Mm-hmm. What is this? And yeah. CAA, like yeah, I have CAA for my car too. Yeah, or should I not even do it? <laughs> but, <laughs> we'll talk about that after. Yeah. Really. <laughs> oh, but like, do you find I, like in terms of trips, like what do you think is the easiest to plan? I've never been on a cruise. I've never been on a cruise either. I don't even know you can put a dollar down and go back you a couple can. months later. Like what? You can put a dollar that down. That is so cool. Legit. That's so cool. But, but I, I haven't been on a cruise. cruise though. You know what? The only cruise I would I would do. So you get, I would want to do a Disney cruise. You get off oh, the you boat. Would? Yeah. Ooh. You know what's funny? Disney cruise. Uh, there's more adults on it than there are Children. kids. No way. I swear to God, there's more forty or forty and up than there are like because they haven't lived there when they yeah. were younger. Yeah. So like, for cruises, there's like food, buffet, entertainment. Mm-hmm. Everything is I know, included. A little except for oh, your. That's why you go midship. I think I would go to those oh. cruises that like. They dock in different countries. Like there's like the European Mediterranean cruise, cruises, the Mediterranean, yes. or the Jamaican, the island cruises. Yeah, like they Caribbean. stay in Jamaica for a day and then mm-hmm. they go to Trinidad for a day. Mm-hmm. I would only do Mediterranean or Asia. I wouldn't do Caribbean because mm-hmm. you can always go to the Caribbean. It's right That's here. That's true. Right. Also, I recommend people take advantage of like if you're not satisfied. Like for example, I got an Airbnb in Toronto and it was like disgusting. Oh, you're talking about the I want to oh, oh she's face. talking about the other Airbnb. Okay, do you want to tell, we can tell them the other story after. Okay. So basically, I got an Airbnb in Toronto, and it was, like, on Adelaide, so it was, like, a really nice condo. And it was disgusting. Like, the guy left his laundry in there. Um, 
dirty dishes. Anyway, so I contacted Airbnb and what did they, they gave us like a credit. They gave us, um, I don't know if they gave us a credit or something like that. Or yeah, anyways, things like that. Or for example, if your flight is delayed, a lot of the times they will compensate you for such. Mm-hmm. They will give you like, um, they'll give you like a paper to fill out and they'll give you vouchers or something along those lines that will take money off of your next future flights. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you're not satisfied, just remember, don't just shrug it off and be like, oh, you know, things happen. happen. Yeah. No, that was your money. You worked for that money. Make your money work for you. Mm-hmm. But let yes. me tell y'all a story. Let me speak to your manager voice. <laughs> yeah. So let me tell you guys a story about what happened to Farah and I when we went to Toronto and we stayed. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because Not it was funny. so bad. Okay, so Not let me funny. tell you what happened. So basically, um, I think it was like we we basically stayed in an Airbnb in Mississauga. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was actually, a house. Yeah, it was a house. And the thing is, the house was really nice. It was really nice. It was like a huge, like maybe four or five bedroom house in Mississauga. Um, and and how many? Like it was like five of us, five or six of us. Yeah, it was six of us. Yeah. And it was nice or whatever. And I think the guy was just renting it out while his parents were out of the country mm-hmm. just to make a quick buck or something. Mm-hmm. So we got it for really cheap because like... um. Like, basically, I had a voucher from my cousin, and she basically said, yeah, go ahead and use it. And then we got it for, like, dirt cheap. We were there for, like, three or four days. Yeah, it was and, four days. Yeah, and we spent, like, $12 each of us. Yeah. So, basically, we go there, and we stay there. And let me tell you all something. But I'm Sherlock Holmes all up in this. I am. I so, we get there, and that was really nice. Like, there's not even keys to the house. It's passcoded. And the guy, anytime he would come in, because sometimes your host will come in to grab stuff, his girlfriend would come in first and be like, oh, can you guys put on your hijabs? He's just going to come in and grab something. So basically, we parked in the front of the house. Mm-hmm. And when we got there, there was no car there, right? There was no car. So then everyone goes to bed. I always do a house sweep. I can't ever go to sleep without checking if the door is locked. Mm-hmm. Both doors, windows are closed. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very scary like that. So then I went and I looked out the window. And I see there's two cars in the parking lot. And I'm like, excuse me, who the F's car is that? So then we all go downstairs. We find out there's a guy living in the basement. No, we heard noises. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you wrote oh, the story. So, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. edited. Who knows? It depends on how lazy I am. So basically, um, we heard, but I started noticing weird things. So we're like, this is weird. So I, they thought I was crazy. Yeah, we thought she was crazy. So I texted the guy and I'm like, hey, we're just like, there's a random car parked outside. Um, like, it's just kind of weird. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, and the lights, the lights, when we would leave sometimes, the lights would be on, and we'd come back and it'd be off. And I'm like, this is weird, but I thought it was an automated self-timer or something like that. But y'all know people in Toronto, they ain't willing to pay for that. (laughs) So basically, um, I texted the guy, and I'm like, hey, we're just hearing noises from our basement. And guess what he says? (laughs) Oh, that's probably my basement tenant! Oh, I'm done. You didn't, oh. and it was a whole dude. And you know, he wanted to know the worst. And part? he was sharing the uh, the washer and dryer. So he and would come oh upstairs. He but you want to know the door. worst part? He said it was locked from the basement. It wasn't. So we went. Me and uh, me and one of our friends. I was about to say her name. Me and one of uh, me and one of our friends. We go down and I recorded on Snapchat and it was after the wedding yeah. that we found out the wedding that we went to Toronto for and there was a really music blasting from the music blasting. <laughs> Well, like, it looked like you were keeping a hostage down there. And <laughs> the door was locked, and it, it showed, like, a red light. And when it opened, it said green. Jeez. But let, you want to tell them about the back door? Okay. So all the girls, there was two rooms, right? So then we would all, like, shift who's sleeping there or whatever, right? I was the only one that slept downstairs. I had the balls in them to sleep downstairs. So then mm-hmm. I went, slept there by myself. And then one day I'm like, you know what? Let me just go check 
um, all the doors one more time before I go to bed. So then I went towards the laundry room door and I found out there was a whole entire door I have never checked. And it has been open the whole and it time. We were there, and it doesn't lock. Oh Anybody from outside can just open and go hi Come and in. kill all of us. Oh my god! I was so livid. I was pissed because I was the only one downstairs mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. I told Mary Nor to go ahead, call him, and tell him that it was open the whole time. And then she doesn't end up doing that, but then she did tell him about the guy downstairs. And remember, and how he we came and her. he like locked it. Remember how we. And first well, we, we we broke some. we broke his. Didn't curtain. you guys know that he was that there was somebody living? No, no. in the description. Tell, he didn't no, tell us that. He, he left that out. And you want to know something messed wow. up? Firstly, a you don't tell us that there's someone in the basement. B you don't even notice that the back door is broken. But yet you have the nerve to text me and say you knocked down my curtain, and then I texted him and said you had a whole lot person in your basement, and he was radio silent. Yeah, like you had some random in the basement oh, that you didn't advertise. Dude. Yeah, they're not allowed mm-hmm. to do that, are they? No, they're not. That's what are you talking uh, about? One of our Airbnb. one of our other friends. They, there was <laughs> I think that was the chicken. <laughs> So we remember she sent that stuff to me too. So basically, uh, we all went to Toronto because one of our friends got married yeah. there, two years and uh, yeah, almost has it almost two three years, years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, two years ago this summer. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and tell me how like twenty of us went to Toronto, right? So uh, basically, our friends ended up staying at a a place, and the person kept was it cheap. Is that why it was? It was hella cheap, that's and there was like I think like instead of um <laughs> instead of the three people they said were staying there it was like six. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, and he was sleeping <laughs> in the basement, and there was chicken feet in yeah. the fridge. Because oh they thought God. he was leaving, but then he ends up going to the basement, and then they open the fridge, and there's chicken feet in the, the fridge. Thing? Yeah. And he had like cockroach repellent. Oh so then we God. took Just our one friend. We <laughs> took our one friend. Who we went to OS with and we smashed her. We're like, Stop, come here. Steal us. Oh my god. Literally, but bad stories always make a trip fun it does. after a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know what to do for next time. Right? Yeah. I feel like Airbnb, that's the thing with Airbnb, you never know what you can, you're going to get. It's a hit or miss. Hit but then miss. also, I don't know, people think it's cheaper than hotels, but they're not really. No. They're like probably like ten, fifteen dollars less. Yeah, but like the funny days. thing is, and um, hotels you literally get a maid to come and like clean your stuff. Clean, up. but yeah. like I feel like we got lucky because we haven't experienced like black Airbnb, like where you're black and Airbnb. So a lot of times Airbnb hosts they'll reject black people like instantaneously. Like my brothers and his friends, like they'll get rejected all the time. Like more or less black guys. Is yeah, because they think they're gonna have like a party or something. Yeah, it's like, like a stigma, isn't there? Like I remember I was listening to his podcast before about um. About how Somali, one guy, Somali rappers or something in Toronto, they'll get like a random lame guy, like a dumb guy or, or whatever friend, and they'll get him to rent the Airbnb, and then for that night, they'll like shoot a music video in it. No way. Oh my God. I still bang that music, though, I'll tell you that. Yeah. So I think probably, maybe it's like, I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying, I think a lot of those things happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but it's also the whole narrative that black, like black men and stuff like that can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. Things will be broken, stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of Airbnbs prefer girls. Yeah. They mm-hmm. prefer couples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're not going to do nothing. Yeah. It's true. I feel like most of our trips, though, are like, we're talking about going to Toronto. Because <laughs> <laughs> those are the easiest ones to do. Yeah. But, like, in terms of, like, your dream places to go, where would it be? I'll- I would love to go to Dubai with all of us. That'd yeah. Be fun. I think That'd so, too. Fun. On the desert. It's hijabi friendly. And, yeah. <laughs> Can't just go to Hawaii and just wear it off. <laughs> no, we can't do that. 
I really want to go to Thailand. Me too. I want to. Oh, that would I be do really like nice. Thailand is my dream place. Like I want to go to Bangkok. Then I want to go to like um, is it Chiang Mai, which is in the north? Yes, Elephant Sanctuary. Yeah, and yeah. then I with the White Temple, and then I want to go to Phuket, which is in the south, mm-hmm. and it's all like individual islands and stuff like that. I've had a few friends go and they loved it. That and I really, really want to go to India. Like I really want to go to India. I want to go to Cambodia and Vietnam. Honestly. Yeah. Oh wow. I really do. Yes. Yo, I want to go. I love elephants for some reason. Oh, and Iceland. Mm-hmm. I really want to go to Iceland. Oh, I know it's random. I think a lot yeah. of people talk about that too. Yeah, it's like really cheap. To it's go. really cheap right now because Iceland's trying to increase their tourism. Oh, they definitely did this year. Yeah, I want to go on the African safari, like Ooh. in Kenya. Yeah, and aside from that, I really want to go to New York. I don't know why. I think just from watching Gossip Girl the past two weeks. <laughs> I, yeah. I told well, you, I started I wanna, that this week. I want to sit on the steps of the Met and be like, XOXO. Right? Awesome. I want to go to the Met, Times <laughs> Square, Brooklyn Bridge. Oh I want to be like, you know. Like, I want to go to Chef Robles, Robles Restaurant. Oh, Magoda yes. Cafe, and I want to go to the Safari Restaurant, the only Somali restaurant. It's in Brooklyn, I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just really. I want to see Cake Boss's place. Like oh, in New Jersey. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. cheap pizza mm. on the streets. Yo, that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so like, remember in Elf when the guy goes and he eats, the, he tries to find the best. But never mind. I'm not going to bother. Uh, it's exciting. No, but it's, it's definitely true. But honestly, at the end of the day, it's about learning to make your money work for you. Because you can have an amazing trip. If you're willing to budget mm-hmm. and you're willing, wow, I sound like my mother, alhamdulillah, but still, if you're willing to budget and you're willing to be responsible. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And do you guys have any words of advice? Because as not just girls, but as Somali, like as black women, sometimes our parents might be a little more hesitant to let us travel. Do you guys have any words of advice? I think if you're, the thing is, okay. It's one thing if you're trying to plan a solo trip. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that's probably easier to do when you're older and more like, experienced and more responsible but like when you're if you're young and you're trying to travel like usually the and if your parents are like the ones funding you first of all mm-hmm. like they're gonna have a say in where you want to go mm-hmm. and if you can go 100%. right mm-hmm. so first of all if you if your parents are paying for it your parent you have to tell your parents who you're going with and they have to be people your parents trust mm-hmm. yeah that's like i'm thinking me 18 year old me yeah. like, <laughs> like they have to be like family friends or people you went to school with mm-hmm. Um, you guys have to tell your parents exactly where you want to go, what you want to do. But, like, just being open and honest mm-hmm. will make it a even, lot easier. Even if they're not paying for it, you should still let them know. Everything. Yeah. Still let them know, but they have more of a say. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's true. Area. It's true. Because when you get older, your parents aren't as much authoritative figures. Mm-hmm. They're kind of, like, guiders for mm-hmm. you. And they, they typically do know what's best for you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But, yeah, it's more about not, like, blindsiding them. Like, hey, I'm going to, like... Dubai in one week, you know, bought the ticket. No, because you should ease them into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. because that's just going to show that you're being irresponsible. Especially like, if you live with your parents. Exactly. Too. So if you tell your parents in a few, like you're telling your parents, hey, I'm thinking about going on this trip. And then, you know, talk to them about the progression of the trip. Mm-hmm. It just shows that you're more responsible and you're, you know, that you are being responsible about it and about the decision. And honestly, I think the one thing I'm really thankful for is, alhamdulillah, whenever we do go on trips, I'm going with girls that I've known for 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my parents will be like, oh, sorry yesterday, you know? Okay, you got mm-hmm. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or even if you're trying to go somewhere, like, I don't know, by yourself, like not by yourself, but somewhere that your friends aren't going with you, it can be like places that your family has, rel- that's one easy thing to do is like, you have relatives in, Denmark or London mm-hmm. and you're like I want to travel there you tell your parents like yeah I have friends there and you're just it's much easier oh, yeah. mm-hmm. that's another thing if you've never went anywhere on your own just I feel like- please don't um pretty much tell your parents you're going to 
New York, but you end up in Bali. Don't lie. Or some, don't lie. <laughs> don't Because if something it. happens and they don't know where you are, then mm-hmm. that, there's an issue. Most there. common would be like, I'm just going to Montreal or Toronto, and then you're for some reason you're in ATL. Yeah, like <laughs> what? Jeez. Like if you're posting on it's Instagram, for so your it'll get health. back to you. Yeah, one hundred percent. It'll get back to you. It's true, safety wise, exactly because you never know what's gonna happen. Don't travel without travel insurance. Oh my god, I was, I was going to say that. Don't do it, guys. No, I never do. Oh my Diva god, loves to preach it, and I, I love it. What is it? Because I always click no when I buy my ticket. <laughs> you always need travel insurance. You oh my god, I cannot stress how much. Educate me. I've had people who have rejected it and died overseas, oh and they can't even bring their bodies back. So please buy travel insurance wherever you go because OHIP only covers you so much. Even in Canada, mm-hmm. literally, if you go to Quebec and some doctors in Quebec will not want to, like... They won't accept, they, they won't accept you. Same here. Some, some won't accept the RAMQ, the Quebec Exactly. One. Have you guys walked into Queensway and seen how much they charge people who don't have OHIP yeah. cards? $4,000. Yeah. Legit. For so please mm-hmm. do not travel without travel insurance. But Leila, like, for example, like, Leila, will they... Because, like, for example, if you're 25 and under, OHIP covers your drug prescription. Your prescription. But if you're out of province, doesn't cover doesn't it. Doesn't cover it. It has to be a doctor prescribing it, and then you're filling it within Ontario. Yeah. And you have to have an OHIP card. I've had somebody, Anywhere else, no. I've had somebody who actually works for OHIP come and get insurance, and she was saying the, the term billion-dollar billion babies or whatever is so true because we're so lucky here in Ontario mm-hmm. that when you give birth and then when they're in the incubator and all that stuff, that's a lot of money. You know, so she's like, you guys are so lucky. So please do not travel. Even if you're going Without across the border for one day, get travel insurance. Even it's like four bucks. Even the markup on pharmaceuticals? Good God. It's yeah. $20 for an Advil when you go to the States. It's ridiculous. Literally. One, Advil, one Advil? One Advil is $20. Why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, if everything's marked up. Like, for example, diabetic test strips, like a pack of 100 in Canada is $80 mm-hmm. without insurance. In the States, it's $250, the same exact brand, mm-hmm. same box. Wow. For some reason, I don't know why everything's marked up there. Yeah, and it's, well, it's crazy. Do, do they pay as much taxes as this? It's, be, no, it's, they don't, it's not even about the taxes. It's because they don't have a single-payer system that's regulating mm-hmm. the prices. Yeah, it's it's a so like in Canada, we have like side rent, a PMPRB, which is a patent price review board, and they basically reject prices that drug companies set for different things. So they say, no, all of our provinces will not pay this mm-hmm. and pay a lower price. In the U.S., it's a free-for-all private like market, so mm-hmm. people can charge whatever they want, sell it whatever they want. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's a long story. Round of applause for Layla, guys. Yay. Nima, Yay. what do you mean? For Nima, the whatever. We'll be buying that. I know. But I didn't, I never travel with travel insurance. Trust me, like, I went to Germany for almost two months without it, and yeah. I got sick over there, but I was lucky I was <laughs> covered under my family. Do you, do you, know, lack, you know what my favorite thing to do is? Whenever I need questions about medication, I call Layla. I'm like, yeah, Layla. seriously. Layla, Layla, this is my symptoms. What do I do? I call Layla, and I call Suggle, because she's a nurse, yeah. and I put them together, and I'm like, yeah. I have a whole doctor, yeah. mom. For real, for real. I'm like, Layla, what do I do about this? Layla, what's that? What's <laughs> that? <laughs> Shout out to your local pharmacist. You should get her consolation. Every time we call her, she already talks us after interacting transfer. Five dollars. Yo, you can request money from people. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna send it to y'all. I'm gonna send y'all a request. Wow. Each time, ten dollar consolation fee. Thank you. Jeez. 
But I don't know. What other tips are there for traveling? I think a tip is a good one you said about the sky scanner thing. Yeah. Like when I was planning my trip for Vancouver last year, I set up like Ottawa, Vancouver alert for mm-hmm. when the prices drop. And I was flexible with my time. So I ended up getting like a huge price drop. And then also, I don't know, we're going to touch about credit cards a little bit. But yeah. my credit card had like a real, I had a lot of points. Yeah. So I got like, I redeemed it for like $200 off my ticket. It's true. Yeah. You yeah. Exactly. Like you're making your money work for you. And as well, if you're, one other thing, like when it comes to car rentals and stuff like that, if your credit card has, um, cancellation car, or, uh, yeah, and it damage. has, uh, exactly. Yeah. And it has car, um, it like gives you car insurance and things like that. Or if your own, uh, policy, like for example, like my, like with my car, our car insurance, um, we added like exactly we cover mm-hmm. rentals so we literally added it for because like every time i'm under 25 right so every time you rent a car or if i try and rent a car it's like 20 dollars a day you know what yeah. i mean which is crazy even like 70 exactly but the crazy thing is like to rent a car is like they, there's a driver's a youth fee yeah for under 25 mm-hmm. then the insurance is like 30 something exactly yeah. so the thing is if so you add if you add the car <laughs> if you add the car insurance to your personal car policy it's like two dollars a month yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean and you know what else actually for people who work for the federal government if like even if you're an f-swap student um the government covers uh if you bring your government badge you to like expedia yeah. yeah or and, not Expedia, like Enterprise and things Enterprise. like that, it waives the underage fee and it waives the secondary driver fee. I think it's wow. really important to have a credit card. Oh, 100%. Like for traveling. 100%. I know oh, yeah. people to this day that don't have credit cards. Like, how do you rack up your credit? Like, how do you, like, build your credit? credit. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't rent a car. You can't rent a hotel. Yeah. Like, even in the States, you don't even have to convert money if you're traveling the States. You just mm-hmm. use your credit card yeah. and it converts to U.S. currency on your card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of, like, exactly. paying to, like, tr- like, what do you call it? Exchange, exchange Canadian to US dollars. It's just responsible to have a credit card because you never know what's going to happen in life. Mm-hmm. If you have nowhere, like, you know those visa commercials? They're true, guys. Nowhere will reject a visa. Yeah. You know what shocks. I mean? Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> true. Like, I know, like, it's touchy subject in the Muslim community. For me personally, I never carry a balance, so I'm not racking interest. Mm-hmm. As, like, I know some people are kind of like, oh, um, like, you kind of have to, what is it called again? You're signing the contract, yeah. so you're signing up for for riba. I don't know. I'm not a scholar, but I try to avoid it. Yeah, I mean, if you pay it, pay it off right it, away, yeah, pay right? it off right away. Use mm-hmm. it and pay it off right away. Yeah. Transfer your checking money to the balance, or you can get it and just not use yeah. it at all. And not just that, pay like spend what you can afford. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know people say, oh, it's a credit card, it's free money. It's not. Like fiscal literacy is so mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. because if you have the fifty dollars in your checking account, okay, use your credit card. That's fine. You know what I mean? Transfer exactly later. because you have the money, mm-hmm. or make sure that you're you getting keep, paid. exactly, or if you keep that money in your bank account, that's fine. Like a lot of people will just pay everything with their credit card, and then when they right, get paid, they, exactly, they transfer everything over. That's fine, but the thing is, like, credit cards are great for emergencies, mm-hmm. like because honestly, you never know what's gonna happen in your life. But spend with what you can afford. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Get a credit card when you have a job. Mm-hmm. Don't just think that when you're yeah. eighteen, just grab it. Yeah, I think it's like an added layer of security for. Like, say if you, someone stole your money, that's mm-hmm. true. or, like, you lose your money. Like, a lot of things happen. Yeah. That's true. Wow, guys, we covered a lot of stuff today. We definitely did. I love it. It was a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> our episode for our first time back in how long? But Four months. Four months. Four months. But, yeah. Let us know what you think. You know, you, if you guys have any feedback or what you guys want us to talk about, you can DM us on Twitter or Instagram at OT Podcast. And you can also email us personal questions at otpodcast at gmail.com. We could answer it on our next episode. 
Any last words, guys? No. It's almost spring. It is spring. Summer 2018. Yeah. So- Travel, see the world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that we should see his creations. You know, tell your parents that. You know, they can't argue with that. I mean, <laughs> and with that, see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.